Yes, sir. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 24 of Into the Jones Podcast. And today, Dylan's looking like a he's looking like a G. Yeah, my man, my man. Meme. <laughs> <laughs> but and then we got we got a great episode today for y'all. We are going we're gonna have a special guest, and then today we are gonna review Jay Z. You know, music mogul, yes, businessman. He makes bank, bro. He is you know yes, he's sir. pushed the culture forward, and that's what we like. And you know he's he's a great so he and that's has a clone. That goes by the Chicago Jay Z, Lil Dirk. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know Lil Dirk. We we reviewed him. He's Chicago's Jay Z. That's what he said. Jalen. That's what he said. Jalen. What he said. This is kind of off track. My fault. But <laughs> if J Cole dropped next week, say? bro. If J Cole dropped next week, I don't care if I got work the next morning. We are reacting to it at twelve a.m. <laughs> Just letting nah, that be known. Nah. That's that sounds good. That sounds I don't good. Yeah, who in your room? You better record in the hallway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this man said, "Go record outside. Go record in the park. Sucks. Anywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be one thirty. We just finished the album. <laughs> I got two finals the next day. <laughs> and that shit, like, you better go, bro. But yeah. But talking about Jay Cole, another person Jay Z helped bring along and sure. show the light to. So. Yeah, and really, what we do, it's a part of what we love doing here on Into the Jones. We love, you know, uh, telling stories, diving into the culture. So we hop into the music, Into the Jones. And, you know, we love reviewing, unwinding these stories from hip-hop, like their, their greatest icons, and to the future icons, to the good music, to the controversial artists, or just the good artists. We love talking about them. Good music. Kanye West. Ah, Jeez. one of the greatest artists all time. Yes, all sir, time. top five. Easy. Of course, you know, we know we some young kids and it, this this, you know, series helps us learn more about hip hop's past, too. And we can kind of put it in perspective to what we hear and what we see now. I, I guess we, we just hop into this interview. We're going to set the stage for Jay-Z uh, coming up next with a very special guest of mine. And we'll see you in a second. Welcome back to the Interjone podcast. And we are happy to introduce our special guest. George McKenzie Jr. Hype it up for my man, George. Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up, what up? Of course, yeah. So I want to introduce my guy. So he's a wildlife photographer. He's also a National Geographic grantee. And on top of that, he is a National Geographic photo camp instructor. That's how we're able to meet. You know, my man really helped me size up the shots and everything. You already know. What we want to do, we want to talk to George a little bit about what the scene was like when Jay-Z was coming up. But before that, George, we know you was you was doing like 18 hours of photography at a wedding. <laughs> just, just talk to us a little bit of how that was. Um, it was beautiful, to be honest. The um, bright and green, they were amazing. With photography, it's a lot of hurry up and wait. You know, it's just like once you go up and you do what you do and you kind of like get the key shots that you need to get, it's like you have to wait for the next thing to happen because everything is on an itinerary, it's scheduled, you know, but it was intense. It was good. I was nervous. And uh, it's always good when like they hug you and then they go, oh my God, thank you. And, you know, nobody's like angry at you at the end of the night. That's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's what's up. My body's a little sore, but I'll be all right. I'm going to California on 
Tuesday. So literally home for a few days and I'm out. Yeah, that's what's up. What you going to Cali for? Uh, I'm going to be working on this assignment that I've been kind of planning for a while, which is uh, doing something with like black cannabis farmers and um, also talking to I'm hanging out with some people from the LA Zoo and I'm also doing this working on doing a story about um panthers crossing the the um LA freeways. They've been doing that? Yeah, they build these overhead passes for them so that they don't get killed by the cars because the Panthers like people the Panthers still control a lot of the wildlife out there, right? So like when one yeah. of these animals go and they they no longer exist. Another animal is going to thrive, and that might not have like the best effects on the environment for everybody else in the environment. You know, there's panthers so, in LA. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that shit. What the fuck? Yo, dude, I don't want to go to LA no more. Like, there's no more parties in LA. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no. Nah. You see, I didn't want to ask that question because I was just like, I'm gonna play it off. Yeah, yeah. This Panthers in LA. Whole time, like, I'm like shaking, like, what? <laughs> yeah, bro. There's Panthers in LA. Like, Damn, they got. Yeah, listen, before we were out here like running wild and burning the earth, animals were out here doing their things before us, you know. And a lot of them yeah. still exist and keep it moving. They just know that, yo, we gotta let them go to sleep. Yeah, it's like one of those crazy things. So right. both you guys are out in Philly, right? So you know that literally when you're driving down the highway, you see so many deer dead on the side of the road and so many animals dead on the side of the road. Like those animals help us with our, you know, our ecosystem. And if they can cross and do what they have to do without them dying, our ecosystem will be better. So it's like if they were to start putting like, overpasses for animals on those highways you'd see way less dead bodies on the side of the road right but people don't care about a lot of people don't care about stuff like that and it doesn't affect them on their day-to-day basis so you know but anyway nothing me and my soapbox being here to talk about that you know let's talk about what we can talk about boys jovito (laughs) all right jovito (laughs) let's get it up so uh George, can you talk to us a little bit about like the first time you ever heard of, of J.R.'s music? Um, wow. The first time I ever heard of Jay-Z, it was, um, it was honestly, it was Can't Knock the Hustle. Um, one of my cousins, one of my older cousins was dating this guy named um, Garfield. That's exactly his name. <laughs> yeah, I just gave his government a I like his, his street name. His street name was Gut. You know, what I'm okay, okay. I'm about to say Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, not a cat. <laughs> yeah, like the cat. It's like, just like the cat. You know, what I'm saying? but his, his street name was Gut. Don't ask. Like, yeah, but he had a. Um, I remember distinctly. He had like the black and silver Acura Legend with like the rims and like i don't know i just thought he was like the coolest shit when i was when i was younger right and he pulled up playing that can't knock the hustle i was like yo who is this dude 
Yeah, and I say, he's like, yo, that's Jay-Z. You want to listen to that shit? Get in the car. We're going to ride. I was like, wow, we're going to go. I was like, oh, shit. We're going to listen to some Jay-Z. I'm yeah. this. Okay. Drop the window in the front seat. You know, like, it's my whip. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. that, was my fir- that was my first, um, my first interaction. Kind of like first hearing him. Um, and it's kind of these one of these albums that kind of just like hit the streets, right? Back then, Heads is like doing bootleg and shit. OD man, like y'all have no clue like how hard the bootleg game was. Like you'd have a mixtape out be- like two weeks before the album dropped, bro. That's how hard the bootleg game is. Wow. Like, you know, like. Yeah, can you imagine like a whole album like is dropping two weeks before it's even in the store? It's just already in the streets. That's how crazy that giant was. So, um, that was the first album. The street, the streets was hot. It was fiending. Like there was this whole. I feel like the change in like the rap culture was happening. Right, it went from being this kind of like this. I guess you could say like the like that b-boy funk into like this whole kind of like hustle these these kind of like hustle nomics rap right. where everybody's like yo i'm trying to be an entrepreneur i'm trying to build trying to stack a million all this other shit you know um jay-z's for jay-z's body of work to this day, there's still instrumental tracks from those first two albums that I play. Like every time I'm coming back home from an assignment or something like that, or I'm out, I'm out of town too long, on my when I'm flying back, I always turn on the city's mind. You know, it kind of like gets me hyped to be back home, be back in the city. You know, um, when it's like the, the, that 18 hour day that I was telling you guys about earlier. Um, yeah. It's like when that's happening, I'm like thrown in the middle of like feeling like shit, taking a break. My legs are killing me. My back is hurting. I'm going to throw on like can't knock the hustle, you know, because it's something, exactly. it's one of these, these songs are kind of like the soundtrack of my growing up in my coming of age. So for me, a lot of them were, yes, like I put them on, I flash back. The fact that I could tell you that stuff about like my cousin's ex, ex ex-boyfriend, like when she was in high school type shit, like just goes to show like the relevance of how deep that hit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that her and that dude have been broken up. They both have kids. They've both moved on in their life. But I'm over here, like, talking about that shit like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's definitely just, like, part of it, too. Like, the power of music. Like, you know, what Jay-Z did for the culture. Kind of, like you said, it that, that's kind of your soundtrack for coming of age. So, yeah. for sure. Uh, anything you want to say on that, too? Oh no, I was just gonna say for um for me with how the game was at that point, it was I don't know, man. It, I 
I grew up with that like 90s aggressive hip hop culture, right? Where it's like everything is like F you. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go get you know what I'm saying? And like it's a, looking back on it now as an adult, like there's certain parts of the culture where like I never understood it until I started to travel and um, go to different places and kind of see how, while I used it one way as motivation and as taking pride in trying to achieve something, I have also seen the other side of it where people take it as, oh, that's how everybody is. And that's what everyone does. And then they take those things and then they apply it to all of us. You know what I'm saying? And um, so it, it's... I don't know, man. Music and hip hop in that day and time compared to now, it's completely unique and everybody's very much different. But for me, I understand why that period was important to me. And as I see you all, I hope that the rappers and the people that that you guys are listening to they're kind of doing the same thing for y'all because hip hop has helped me get through so much in my life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, I say, I can't knock what y'all are listening to because I, I'm not in it. Like you guys are in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like, I don't even know what, like, like, I don't even know if you're listening to CJ out there, like, what's a whoop You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you might know what a whoop is, but I don't know what a whoop is, Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's certain things I get. Like, you know, I know the Zaza, but that's something else. But whoop I'm like, you're like, hey. I'm like, hey, yo, what's this? You doing Mortal Kombat and songs? <laughs> so, I mean, Exactly. But it's like what we say, you just can't knock the hustle. And, you know, hearing your words, it definitely makes me think. You can't. Exactly. You really can't. And just like hearing your words makes you think of like, like you said, like, you know, you were going around to like seeing how different people took it. Um, and the way that I think that we can kind of like look at it now, which I love too about hip hop, like just looking at like the ever evolving stories, right? The ever evolving narratives that we got is that, yeah, Jay-Z said a lot of things and yeah, he's done a lot of things too. Like, uh, like, you know, he's told us, he's, he's been honest about uh, his life, very honest. And it's like, we've seen his progression, right? And now he, now what is he? He's a very successful man. He's, he's doing like a lot of different business ventures. Millionaire now. Right. What we see, yep. like, we've seen what Jay-Z's become, right? Mm-hmm. So in terms like, how, like, how do you think he's, be, like, he's been re- representing us and also... Uh- yeah, like how, how he's been representing us because like we see that he did have this part of him in the past, but he's also like really pushing it forward right now. So here's the thing, right? People, from my point of view, right? People have harped on the things that he said that he's done, um, the things that he hasn't done, right? And the things that he have he has done right and so i was like yo you know he don't you know he sold drugs to his people 
you know, he supports this, he supports that. Um, yo, Kelvin, I'd be shocked if you were still the same person I met a few years ago. Exactly. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'd be, I'd be like, literally, like if you had not grown, evolved or changed, I'd be shocked, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with him. Like the man said, like, it's in the gutter. You know, like literally, uh, if I give you my address and you punch it in in Google Maps, it's literally going to be down the block from RC Projects, right? So for me, it's always been something like, yo, if he could do it, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Because his situation was way worse than mine. You know what I'm saying? And... He still pulled his, got his shit together. He did what he had to do to get where he had to get. Like his process and his process of living life and achieving certain goals and getting to certain places. Like, to be honest, that has nothing to do with us as a people, right? Because his process, right? How his legacy lives on is the things that he sets up and the things that he does for people like us to succeed. Right. That's what will change the tones because 20 years from now, 50 years from now, you know, I doubt people are going to be sitting around talking about, Oh, well, he said he sold this and he did that, you know, but this is a man who is continually evolving and I don't know him personally, but from my interactions with him and the times that I've been able to be around him and like see him interact with people. It's very down to earth, chill person, like kind of doesn't want to be in the spotlight, you know, unless he has to. And kind of like what it's done for me as a black man, he has been a very motivational force for me in the sense that like I said, if he could do it, why can't I do it? You know, and if he could, if he can literally evolve from being, you know, a detriment to to our people, to being a gem of the people, and so can anyone else, right? It's kind of like this whole thing where, like. In talking to you, right, like just because I've had an interaction, I've had interactions with you, I've like met your parents and stuff like that, right? Um, your parents are way more impressed. I'm way more impressed by your parents than I am him to the degree that your parents are like normal people. Like they get up every day and bust their butts to put you in a certain position so you can win. You know what I mean? And, but I didn't meet your parents until I met you. But I had met Jay-Z on, you know, a reasonable doubt, you know? And it's like, we've had this, this long lasting relationship where I've been able to see him grow as an artist, grow as a man, like he was single, father you know it's the yeah. same guy who, who hit you with the bar 
like hopefully that Minaj before they reach my go before I reach my garage got to explain that to his daughter. <laughs> you see this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see how life is funny. He's never growing. <laughs> he's a different man. <laughs> yeah, now he has to tell yeah. his daughter why he said that. I I can't tell him, tell her why he said that, but he has to explain that. But he's evolved, you know what I'm saying? And that's like I've grown, you know. I've changed. My priorities have changed. The things that I used to put stock in have changed. Yeah, you know. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I feel like what he's done for the culture has been like. If I say he's been a shining light, I know I'm going to get knocked for it, but he's been a bar that's been set. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you like wholeheartedly on that. Like, like you know, for me too, just seeing like his success because because it felt like you know, even like today, like but like definitely like early two thousand uh, and tens, mid 2010s, he was just like doing a lot of different business ventures, a lot of different things that people wouldn't associate with someone from where he came from or someone like for what he did, like his profession that he still does, which is you know mainly music. So that type of thing. No, wholeheartedly, I agree with you. Yeah. It's one of those things where I find it like people, yo, is, when I tell you humans are humans, um, people find fault in everything you do. Facts. You know, um, yeah. like these are the people that, you know, real rap killed Jesus, but, you know, if you believe in God. And I'm gonna mm. put in that on, on, on y'all listeners, you know. But these are the same people that killed Jesus, so you can't put stock in that, you know. Exactly. Like just to quote Hove, set your price and live your life, my nigga. Like <laughs> you know, seriously, like that's how y'all got it. I I seriously, that's you know, you and Jalen should like definitely jump into some of his discography. If y'all got Apple Music. Yeah, like check out like all those start um, those start songs on his discography because there's certain there's certain things in there is just like I live my life by hove bars, you know, like right. A lot of that, a lot of that shit's invaluable, honestly. Like because on some real shit, like yeah, yo, you have to be comfortable with whatever price you set, and you got to live your life. You know what I'm saying? So. Like whatever your price is, your price is. If somebody wants y'all to, yo, if they want to sponsor y'all podcast, be like, yo, this is our price, you know, and let them, you live your life. Cause if they want, if they want to be part of this, this is the price they got to pay, you know, for y'all to be comfortable with them being part of this, you know, and y'all have nothing to lose, bro. Do y'all understand? Both of you are young men of color who are, like under 21, like y'all got y'all whole lives ahead of y'all. Let me tell you your life, like at this age, you don't even need to know what you want to do in life. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys have so much, right? In the sense that we can do this right now, right? In this day and age, we can have a conversation like this. We can interact like this. Right. This is amazing. I didn't have this when I was your age. You know what I'm saying? I was dealing with like dial up internet, bro. Like <laughs> somebody pick up the phone. It's a wrap. We gotta start this over. That's <laughs> <shit> tragic. <laughs> that shit tragic. That's tragic. 
Yeah, like imagine <laughs> that. Y'all don't even know what that's like, bro. Open up a flip phone. Never, man. We know. I don't even know what beepers are like. Jesus Christ. I mean, my first phone was a flip phone. Oh, all right. So you a little different. You probably had a fancy flip phone with like a color screen and everything. Ah, bro, I had minutes on that, John. I had to press like the same button like four times to get to another letter. Oh, oh yeah. But look, it made you a better texture, right? But you was texting math fast and you had all the letters. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but nah, I listen, I'm always happy to interact with young people, yeah. especially our young men, um, and talk to you guys about how special you are and how special like our women are. Cause they man, listen, like I said, I was saying earlier, when it comes to the culture and how it's perceived, right? Um, Jay-Z can also get knocked for talking shit about black women, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always like, you know, sex sells, you know, and right, right. Objectifying objectifying our women is like one of the easiest ways at times to get your name out there. Yeah. You know, it's like I've been to Africa when like I'm standing outside waiting for my car to even get me. I'm talking to like the bellhop. And he's like, Oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, from Brooklyn. He's like, Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of bitches and hoes over there. I'm like, whoa, whoa, right? Hey man. Like chill. But you see, this is yeah. something where he's just sourcing from what he sees, right? Yeah. And if we over here pumping out the oh, it's nothing but bitches and hoes, like here, here's the thing that I don't think a lot of people see. Like when it comes to culture and hip hop, like the black and the minority Americans, we are kind of looked at as the leaders of the pack, right? So it's yeah, like sure. <laughs> everybody's trying to do like a version of America. You know, like everybody got their little spin on it, you know, and for people who don't, who've never interacted with us or experienced an interaction with us, they can only go by what they see on TV. And you'd be surprised at how people consider that to be gospel, you know, and it's... Like, all right, so low-key, before I said yes to doing your podcast, I literally went and I Googled it and, like, saw what y'all was talking about because I was like, yo, I'm not going to let this little motherfucker put me on no hot boy shit. <laughs> yo, <laughs> no, for real. It's got to be proper. It's got to be a little structured. Yeah, it. no, because, you, you know, things like that matter, you know? So to sure. see that you two are doing this, and the topics that you're touching and the things you're talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck with it. I'll support it, you know? And it gives me a reason to talk about one of my favorite rappers. But, right. you know. Also, also gives you, a, you know, a, another place to, you know, talk to young people. Talk to, you know, give out that message. And also, like you said, like, you you were just, you were speaking some, some, some real, real stuff for real. Talking about, like, you know, what it's like, how we're perceived, because that shit makes me think about 
I, I forget which Kendrick song, but there was a Kendrick song that was talking about how rap is, is harming, you know, you know, black people or Hispanic people more than, than racism or yeah. know, them other shit like that. And like, it's just, it's just it, these conversations we have here, like they're, they're absolutely needed. I mean, no, I, I agree with you 1000%. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where, like, they don't want to think about it, but if you're like this white, young kid from the burbs who has aspirations and dreams of law, law enforcement you know what i'm saying and you know all you all the only people of color you know is like the three of us and the three of us listen to nothing but crazy hip-hop all day you know what i'm saying and while we might be calm in general like you know, we don't we're not hotheads or whatever we might not fit the description of the prototypical minority male at the end of the day, like you're listening to the same things we're listening to, but it doesn't have the same effect because you're not us. Right. You don't understand how it hits. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's it's just a different vibe altogether. Yeah, you know, like it it hits different. And when we're not conscious of the message we put out there about our women, like I dated this um this black woman last summer and she was a teacher in korea she was teaching english and she's like yo for a minute i hated hip-hop because everywhere i went in korea like the korean men would walk up to me and want to like grab me touch me like i've talked to this girl i was in the military she was like yo so wild like i go anywhere in the country men just want to walk up to me like i'm i'm an object right like try to grab them inappropriately or touch them inappropriately because their context about our women is hip-hop music more times than not and hip-hop sexualizes them at an early age yes yeah yeah and that context they, they get is also like like you said is misguided because like for us there's levels to it for us yeah um, exactly right right but right but, but a little bit jalen you were i think you were, you were going to say something a little bit too like after i mentioned the, the kendrick thing i always oh <laughs> yeah like right, you got it bro you got it it's the most influential influential music in the world as of right now like media mm-hmm. like all the media based off of rap like everything you see social media and even in the news like they they be quoting people in the news. I think like MF Doom got quoted at one point. Uh, Kendrick gets quoted like a lot. So like, it's not a surprise to see that that is what people are basing like Black Americans off of. But at the same time, it's just like it's just the shit that gets popular. That that's what they're basing it off of. Like they don't care to dig deeper into it and see like the different layers and levels of rap. They just see what's popular and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. That's us. That's what they do when it's not, you know. No, you're 100% right. You know, and it's one of those things where it's about, like, the kind of, like, the the integrity of hip-hop, you know. Yeah. It's like if hip-hop was ever to go on trial for integrity, 
everybody getting locked up. They doing big <laughs> numbers. <laughs> exactly. They doing. They doing years for that. They doing football <laughs> numbers with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, for because like think about it. Every everyone probably has some record back in the day. So everybody probably has some bars they wrote, scratched up, or or just did that. Just not a, a representation of what they think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the you know, you want to hear this crazy thing? So, in the last four years, I could not play this song, and I probably can't play it now because I'm going to get slayed for it. But one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time is "Black Republican." Think about that. Yeah. Didn't age well. Not at all. <laughs> you know, nobody wants to wake up and be like, wake up feeling like a black Republican money I got coming in. Like, <laughs> 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 like, you know, like stuff, but like you said, Jalen, like, you know, I was watching um, something, ABC or whatever, ESPN, even Sports Center. Like, Whoop was like the soundtrack that they're going to commercial with. I'm like, do y'all motherfuckers to quote Jay-Z again? Do y'all listen to music or y'all just skim through it? Because if you listen to what if you listen to what this song is about, it's not the kind of song you want to be playing on ESPN to have any little kid listening to. Nowadays production just drives like all music. Like if it's a hot beat, you can literally say anything you want and it'll pop yeah. anything. You're 100, you guys are 100% correct. Like, how crazy is that? Like, at 8 o'clock in the morning, you're getting ready to go to school, and then whoop tease the commercial. Okay. song that's playing the commercial. All year, all year. And then you just hear the, the drill shit going, you're like, God damn. Listen, <laughs> shit loud as fuck. What time is it in the morning? <laughs> Seriously. You yeah, know? For real. For real, like it makes me think of like you know we're talking about you know our music, our feelings about it, and think about like Jay Z because he's that musician that right has made that transition. Who like when he's in the press, is usually something positive, right? Nowadays, yeah. usually something positive, something that's a positive image for us. And like you said, George, like it's more inspiration because even even now because it hit me like today when I was listening to it, I'm like he made all of these moves. He's gotten to where he is today, but he's always tried to get better. All and right. he's like, I heard crazy stories about his hard work. So that type of stuff definitely like sets the scene for what we're about to head into as an experience for Into the John. And of course, look, we always recommend that y'all listen to the music yourselves and you come away with it. If you haven't listened to every Jay-Z song, come on the adventure with us because it because this man has stories that y'all need to hear and stories that we can all in a way relate to or learn from. Facts. Well. I just want to say thank you all for letting me. Yo, shout out to you, Jalen. Shout out to you, Kelvin. That's my boy. For letting you come on here and, like, you know, talk my shit. But, you know, it's been such a pleasure chatting with both of you, um, young men who actually, I see nothing but great things for y'all. So just keep building, keep growing. Like, don't listen. Literally, set your price and live your life. Exactly. Is it? Exactly. Jalen, Jalen, don't let them come for us. Anything cheaper than Jalen? How, how, how much should we let them come for us at? How much? How much? 
So let me think about it. What you think about five stacks? Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're talking about five an episode? Yo, five an episode? How many episodes you do in a year? In a year? We can, what's the, once a week, right? 52. There you go. Five, listen, like five, five stacks an episode, boy. And it's saying, build up. It's literally off, off of doing some shit in your dorm room. It's light money. Right. There's <laughs> hustle money. You out there yeah, by the time you finish college. Listen, by the time y'all finish college, y'all gonna have a built-in following, built-in audience, and you can really transfer this and leverage this on a higher level. You know, so just keep that in mind. Like, this is what I want y'all to think, right? When you tap in, when you when you're plugged in with people like myself and others. Yeah. who you guys have interviewed and you've had good experience, experiences with, you automatically have access to my network now, right? So what you do is you leverage that now. You're like, oh, okay, so this guy fucks with us. Now, if I know that he knows this person, maybe I can politic for him to get in a conversation with that person. And that's how you leverage it, right? Because I'm not going to put my name in cosign some bullshit. So if y'all are reaching out on behalf of me, like, yo, George said to hit X, Y, Z up, you know, that's a completely different flex versus you, y'all kind of like blind messaging them. And now as you guys build this and you're serious about and cover different topics and grow your audience, by the time you're finished with school, you could literally have an audience that when y'all go for an interview, you're like, "Mm, I make more money doing this on the side. Like my my podcast gives me more. So like you can literally leverage this into like a position of power where you can go negotiate your own thing. And you guys can be that if y'all wanting to do the morning time shift for Philly, do it. Start doing it from now. You know, so, so by the time you're finished with school, guess what? You be like, yo, ain't nobody y'all could bring in that know more about our hood than us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And y'all legit from there. So it's like, they nothing nobody can tell you. I can't tell you where to go to eat a cheesesteak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I can tell you sure. that Ben Simmons will miss that open shot. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, man's not even going to take the shot. <laughs> well, listen, everybody, listen, two people going to double MB, and he's going to be the only one. Oh, who they going to be like, shoot it. <laughs> okay, okay. He's gonna hear all. He's gonna hear all the noise, and he gonna all pass he gonna it do, to. <laughs> all he gonna do is be like, "Damn, I wish I was drinking a glass that Ben's in his No, no, y'all. Even if he shoots it more times than not, it's just been air ball. It's just air. <laughs> First off, he might grab his own rebound, so like, he might as well shoot it. Yeah. That's crazy because he's never did it like three times before when he shot a three. But hey, if you want to hear me talk about sports, I, I got a, another sports podcast, Triple Threat on the Hill. You guys can can catch that out to other other platforms. But George, you know what? I could talk about the Knicks, but I'm not going to because they're good. <laughs> First off, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't even going to talk about the Knicks because number one. Um, shout out Julius Randle, though. Yeah, shout out to Julius Randall. Shout out to yeah. you know, not for nothing. I hope your center doesn't have bubble guts again before the offs. 
Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, listen, listen, listen. If we meet the Knicks in the second round, I promise you, my man's averaging 35, 15. He's going to shoot three threes. <laughs> Kelvin, if y'all meet the Knicks in the second round, yo, it's going to be a battle, bro. We're going to have to watch one of them games together, bro. <laughs> if they meet up in the yeah, yeah, I'll I'll come out to show you for that. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. Because like I feel like I'll get better. Um, yeah, it'll just be better for me to come to Philly. I don't want you to see New York like that. You're too young. <laughs> you don't, oh, you don't need to see that kind of violence. Not yet. <laughs> but, but of course, yo, we want you know big thank you uh, to John. Thank you to our man George McKenzie Jr. George, if you ever want to come back on, we might do an artist in the future where you want to talk more about. Yeah, we open, of course. I'm with it. Whatever y'all want to talk about, y'all let me know. I'll come through. It's such a pleasure. Shout out to Jalen Brooks and Kelvin Nunez <laughs> for literally holding it down, pause, and like making it rock. <laughs> they know Arby's. Double pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no Arby's. We're not doing Arby's out here. <laughs> <chill. laughs> no Arby's. You heard Jalen? No, no Arby's, no salacious, no salacious comments. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, all right. But when, does, when, the, when the salacious comments come out, you got to play it off. Nah, no salacious comments, boys. Damn, Jalen. Jalen, we kind of banned. I mean, uh, well, yeah, y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, George. Uh, thank you for no, joking. But for real, we appreciate yeah. you, George, for sure. And Yo, thank you for having me, fellas. I hope I was yeah. able to impart some point of view. And we just didn't um, ramble and turn this into like a bromance. But thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for having me on. I look forward to the next invite. And feel free to to hit me up anytime, boys. Y'all have a great night, okay? Thanks for, for me sure, too. For sure. yeah, All right, British. peace, fellas. Y'all yeah. take care. Of course, peace, man. What does salacious mean? Uh, <laughs> you, of course, you want to thank George. Um, amazing interview for coming through. Now we are going to go through the album. We're going to go through the album. So the first album, Reasonable Doubt. Oh, man, my notes. I ain't great. <laughs> God damn, Jay. But a yeah, reasonable doubt. So he released his uh, debut album on June 25th, 1996 through Rockefeller Records. It had a he had a distribution deal. What Jay kind of thought is that the title, right? Reasonable doubt. It's it's kind of like, yeah, I get because he had some songs before, but he's like, I get why people are doubting me or doubting my skill. It's reasonable doubt. Like you need to see this person come through with something, right? Or prove something. And then it's like, all right, you can back off a little bit. So I thought that shit was fire. Shit. Right. So we can move on now. Track one. We were, so, we were just talking about this with George. Can't knock the hustle. Uh, featuring Mary J. Blige. Blige. Bro, same John. It's not this Mary J. Blige. <laughs> it's Mary J. Blige, bro. Bro, I got, I got, a, I got a, I got a New York accent, New upstate New York accent. My fault. Don't you still know the name? <laughs> <laughs> Same difference, but yo, listen, we got a little heartbeat at the beginning. You got a scene from the movie Scarface, and the scene's kind of like it's, it's pretty like showing towards like what's going on with Jay, where you had to turn your your back on one part of your life to open the door for another one and to pursue like like this other love you have. You mean? So yeah, so Jay, talk to us about Can't Knock the Hustle. Um, have I heard this song before? Yes. Right. Um, but when I first put it on, like, I mean, obviously, like he was younger at the time, but it doesn't make it sound so young. <laughs> <laughs> like he just sound like some kid that's fresh out of school. How, how old was he when he dropped? Let's find out. 
He was no, no, I got you. He was 26. Okay. So he was 25. 26? Yeah, bro. Jay-Z was not young doing it. I thought you think it was like 19, maybe 23. No, no. <laughs> you think so, because his voice, but I mean that's what like 15 albums does to you later. Well, 10, th- no, 13 th- like his own albums, and like he has two other ones. But yeah, no, nah, he was he was like 26, so he's probably recording this 24, 25, maybe even 23, because he was working on his young. This his this album was supposed to be a one and done for him. This nigga he, was he pushing never- 30. <laughs> <laughs> he, was. he was bro not, bro be respectful he wasn't pushing 30 he was like 40 26 rounded up oh okay <laughs> all right all right whatever whatever you say so yeah so can't knock the hustle you heard this song before he's 26 when this comes out basically right talk to us about it uh it's a pretty the dope song right. it's a pretty dope beat too i like the drums yeah the drums chill uh the, the chorus is pretty dope and I mean, like, it's it's Jay. He's spitting. You know, he he a hustler, as you know. If you don't know, motherfucker was selling crack. Uh, <laughs> I said it straight. Heroin. <laughs> right, crack, opiums, <laughs> all that shit, you know. Well, he could get his hands on. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to start rapping. These niggas making a lot of money. <laughs> and he was like, damn, I'm pretty good at it. What if I take my hustle from the crack game? Put it in the rap game, which he references in another song later on. But yeah. you know, pre- pretty dope song. It's a classic to others. Yeah, yeah. I think this is <laughs> for me. It, it's a it's a real real tight intro, and it's just like your first intro to Jay Z. He like immediately hits you with some bars or some dope shit. All right. Uh, like, you know, yo, I'm making short-term goals when the weather folds. Just put away the leathers and put ice on the gold. Chili with enough bill money to free a big willy. High stakes. I got more stake than Philly. Ed Jones fire. Let's go. Cheese steaks. Philly steaks. There's layers to this shit, my guy. Ed Jones heat. And the, the thing is, like, because at least I'm going to set the stage for me. Like, listening to Jay-Z, I always knew he was, he was, he was dope. I know he was solid, but I didn't know he was like this skilled yeah. in terms of flow, in terms of you know, in terms of his metaphors, that the things he's able to draw out of his words, and even his storytelling ability when he was young is still still much better than what we hear like now out of you know some of some of the popular artists. So I thought I thought this joint was just fire, uh, and you know my motto: stack rocks like Colorado. It's just it's just nice those. They, the words just coming together fire, bro. Yeah. Like like you, you said, sure. like the attraction to Jay-Z. Before, I thought it was just about like his content, like what he was rapping about and like his style and flow. That's a great point, yeah. But like now, like I can see like these niggas, niggas spitting. <laughs> so exactly. So now we can move on track to politics as usual. For me, this was like, I, 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 this shit was, this shit's hot. This is a playlist here. Mm, almost, but it is hot. Almost song. okay, okay, okay. It's hot. It's hot, bro. Yes, it is hot. Yeah, that beat is like sheesh, <laughs> bro. The strings that that I'm doing smacking the bass hits perfect. It's just it's because like the first album, Jay Z's just smooth as hell. Him yeah. and the production. Uh, so yeah. Uh, anything that kind of stood out to you uh from from this uh from this John, bro? 
Uh, he had a bar. It was really dope. How he said it. it was 10-year, fairly on, heavy on the wrist. I phase used with the diamond, flooded Jesus, and blind just... He did, I forgot how he said facials, but it was like... I forgot how he said it. But the way like yeah, he yeah, said yeah. it and like, how it flowed was really dope. Right. And that's another thing that I've, I've seen from him. I heard from him, too. It's just like he knows how to deliver. Yeah. Delivery on all of these, all of this shit is like it's just mad nice. Delivery crazy. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. Like, like that shit is hard. And then like you you hear that, but then you also hear some shit like this. You know, you may see it in your life when it comes to this cheese, y'all like three blind mice. Bro, it's gotta eat, bro. Sheesh. How you a mouse and you can't find the cheese, bro? Exactly. How you a person you can't get money? That's what he's what he's saying. He said, How you broke? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how how you ain't do what I start doing? How how come you don't you know get it? How come you not selling crack? <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that, but that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so we can move on track three. Very positive vibes already. And then we got Biggie on here, Brooklyn's finest. Uh fun fact, this is the song that got uh Tupac to start throwing shots at Jay uh before he passed. Because there's a line in here. You know, he references him, references him. So, Jalen, talk to us about Brooklyn's finest. You see Biggie, you see Jay-Z, did it live up? Did it live up? No, it did not. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, did I it? Saw, no, I first saw the track. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. Biggie and Jay, I didn't know they had a song together because I thought Biggie was already dead, but he wasn't. <laughs> and I saw the track, I'm like, oh, this is about to be some heat. You know, some fire. Right, right. playing, I'm like, I mean, it's dope, but like... <laughs> I was expecting, you know, a little more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. For me, I hear it, it's a solid song, but you could expect more. I I like the their chemistry on it though, like they're going yeah. back and forth. And at some point, it feels like it feels like they're trying to outdo each other. Yeah, and I like that. And I guess like for me, it's enough though. Like just hearing them on a smooth beat. It, it it was enough for me. Just hearing them go back and forth, it, it, it was cool. I mean, I wasn't that big of a fan of the beat either. Oh, okay, okay. I I thought I thought I thought it, it fit the title because it felt it just like it's it's hard to say, but like some t- some songs just really match the title. You know, like when you think of Brooklyn, you think of there's, there's a lot of things you can think of, but you think of like you know this New York style, this, this hard boom bap, at least for this era, of course, right? And like this, what I feel like I feel like it was a, the beats hard as a puncher. So I, I thought that joint was hard. But look, this is the thing that might have gotten uh, Tupac a little right up back then. Uh, you got to go. Coolio means it's, got, it's getting too hot. Yeah. If Faye had twins, you probably have Tupac's. Uh, Tupac. Get it? Two. Two. Pox. Pox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it, though. I liked it. Uh, all right. So track four, Dead Presidents 2. Is the, the sample I'm fire, right? Represent me. Represent me. So I'm off for presidents to represent me. My friend, oh, that shit is hot. That shit, the piano sets the mood too. Like sure. we can, like I'm hyped because I'm talking about the production. We had notable producers here, right? First thing that comes to mind, DJ Premier. Prime. Other people too. Uh, Jalen, do you know the names? No. All right, <laughs> but well, anyway, it's fire. It's fire. I think, wait, I think Pete Rock is one of them. I forgot which song though. Yeah, he might, he might have for sure. So. Jalen, talk to us. Dead presidents, dude. This joint is just clean. A legendary beat. A lot of people reference this song. Uh, J. Cole did his own version of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I think I heard about it. I didn't hear about the song. I heard about the song before Twitter, but Mm -hmm. I heard like all the hype around it on hip hop Twitter. So I think I went to listen to it. Like, 
class and I was like a month or two ago. And I'm like, it's dope. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think somebody said that song about it being like one of the, like the best beats of all time. Relax. Oh, Relax. It, but it's like in its own it is right. super dope. <laughs> it is very yeah. dope. But for you to say, oh yeah, one of the best beats of all No. <laughs> my man said, my man said, pause. My man said, hold up. But you know, Jay, he, he's spitting, you know, dead presidents. You know, he's basically talking about getting that bread, getting that money, the things you got to do in that, at that time in, in that hood to get those dead presidents. Because that, that cash rules everything around me. <laughs> that cream, he, he mentions it a couple of times in his first two albums. Getting that cream. Getting that cream. Both types. Oh, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> but anyways... Uh, George, like, damn, I stuck on my neck for them. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, George. And the bars in here are just, it's crazy. You know, stack cheddars forever, the treasures, all the etc. To the death of us, me and my confidants, we shine. You feel the ambiance. Y'all just rhyme. You know? Because you say, y'all just rhyme, but like, I'm really out here spinning these stories. I'm really out here talking how it is. Facts. And it's beautiful. Like you said, you do what you had to do to get the dead president. You, you, it's still a common theme today in our communities. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't want that, but this shit is a, a message behind it. It's smooth, it's fire, and absolutely. I, I mess with it crazy. I, I feel like bathroom president 25. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Either you said you trying to be an employee or a boss. Facts. And then you already know what we chose. Would you rather want 50K or a dinner table with Jay-Z? <laughs> <laughs> what the a dinner? The hell? Jay-Z, can you hop on the podcast? It's a dinner table. <laughs> Nigga, I'm, I'm going to 50K. You fuck that. What? <laughs> You're one of those. You're going to give me the knowledge to get 100K. <laughs> <laughs> nah, exponential growth. Nah, he going he to tell you, check out that 50K news. <laughs> <laughs> he going to tell me, like, wait. So this was your business decision? <laughs> you, know, you didn't know how long I could stay at the table, right? Facts. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just here for a brand stick. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one thing I will say about the song, I do love it a lot. Uh, only thing, though, I, I found myself, as the song kept going, it felt like it lost some direction in his later verses, yeah. which it's fine. You know, Jay-Z's young at the time. He's but that, that's 30. the only... <laughs> Mid-20s. But, <laughs> but yeah, so... I didn't really find that as like something that would keep going in, in this album, or I didn't find that come up in the album. But this is just a point where I noticed in, in in the song, awesome direction in this later verse. So we can move on. Feeling it, feeling it. The chorus is amazing. Mecca on the chorus, Angela uh, Scott. Mecca, she's amazing. I'm feeling it. Man, that shit, that shit, and then and then and then hits you with the transactions uh, illegitimate because life is still a bitch and then you die. But for now, life close your eyes and feel this dick. Oh man, he's going after life, literally. It's just, it's just hot. It's hot. Let's see. This is a playlister, all right. This is a yes, sir. It's a playlister, nine plus. Yes, sir. Is this <laughs> a super duper dope beat? Especially, what's the name, Mecca? That's the name, right? Yeah, yeah, her name is Mecca. Mecca on the chorus, really, really, really fire. Amazing. Like, you, we, already, we already talked about it. And the thing is, like, yes, this is braggadocious rap, but it's really charismatic. And it, you also have, like, a very capable, very good rapper on here doing it, yeah. too. 
makes the biggest difference. You, you like big facts. You, you can exactly you can only like know it so much. Uh, we can move on. <laughs> if we're done here, track six. Uh, the evils. The evils. The evils of Lucy was all around me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, Kata. <laughs> and this shit, this beat is cold for me. Second best beat on the project. Second best beat on the project. Life ills poison my body. I used to say fuck Mike skills. I never prayed to God. I prayed to God. That's right. It's wicked. That's life. I live it. I ain't asking for forgiveness for my sins. He not even. Oh my god, bro. I did not know he was this cold with it, man. Crazy man, bro. Exactly. That's hove. H to the Izzo. Yeah. Back then, used to call me the CEO of the ROCO. So I had a five man into the fire. I mean, the music Why do you know the lyrics? It's, it's 2K13. No. <laughs> I got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my man was on cloud nine. My man was <laughs> I saw a tweet earlier. It was like the three topics Jeezy raps about. He used to sell crack, <laughs> he got money. He's married to Beyonce. <laughs> That's all you need. I just, uh, give me another album already. <laughs> five, five, well, five. Five, five. <laughs> also, more, there's so many good bars in here. So many good bars. Listen, Jayla, I'm, I'm going to hit you with two, okay? Mm. That I love. So, you know, it gets dangerous. Money and power is changing us. And now we're lethal, lethal infected with the evils. And then in the third verse, he says, and if Jehovah witness, bet he'll never testify. The evils. Jehovah Witness. Jehovah mm-hmm. Witness. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Like, I don't know why this narrative is out there that he's not like this. I don't understand it. Because I never got it. I never I never heard that. Never. 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 Goodness, y'all. We're telling you, we 100% want y'all to listen to this shit. Yes, sir. Like, oh, like to, to the people who are listen to, listening to it, like, I know these Jay-Z songs. Y'all bugging. To the people who don't know it, you love hearing us react to it. Go listen to yourself. Yes, right now. Right now. Go. After you, after you finish the podcast. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. After that. The fuck? We're going we gonna to keep you hostage. You know? Facts. Can't <laughs> you can't. Track seven. 22 twos. What are you doing? I thought, because I, I wrote a note and I forgot about the note. But, <laughs> tribe. Yes, he pays homage to Tribe. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? He's like, did you? Y- y'all heard the new Tribe? So yeah, or y'all heard that Tribe, bro? But bro, the beats are clean. This talk, talk beat. to us, bro. Clean, bro. This beat Jeez. fucking slaps. Yo, he had a bar. <clears throat> he was like, I've been around this block too many times, rocked too many rhymes, cocked too many nines too. To all my brothers, it ain't too late to come together because too much black and too much love equal forever. I don't follow any guidelines because too many niggas ride mine. So I change styles every two rhymes. Oh my ah. God. <laughs> Yo, I think this this whole like review is just us going crazy over this. <laughs> this man is so nice. Like, of course, like, because look, in high school, him and, him and Biggie, was, you know, went to the same school. Uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. So they was practicing their rapping abilities. Hove more went to, you know, the street and things like that. And Biggie, you know, really working on the music. And then, you know, Hove eventually, you know, got, got back into making more music. And thank goodness he did. Yeah. 
But, but absolutely, but these Jones, these Jones are fire. I also like the the, the speech at the end, kind of uh, Maria Davis. She kind of talks about same thing that, he, that that Jay's talking about. Like, you know, we gotta build build our own businesses. We gotta get our own record companies going, like Rockefeller. You know? Yeah. So I I, I, I love this song. Love this song for sure. Track eight. Can I live? No. Not to us. <laughs> that's that's what the government says to us. Facts. Can we live. And they said, nah. Big facts. Nah, B. Try, try a different lifetime. But this this song was, it was pretty dope. It was all right. He had a bar. Yeah. He was like, so I keep one eye open like CBS. You see me stressed, right? I thought that was pretty funny. That's that's funny, but fire shit. Oh, my God, You man. know, because the CBS logo is like one eye. Yeah, yeah, like Illuminati. No? Anyway, no. That's why he's stressed, no? Okay. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> chill. Oh, John. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more like you can't see, but Jalen's like putting like the triangle to the camera <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I feel like can I live? I, I love the beat, like, cause like growing up, I always used to love like the jazzy, chill East Coast type of clean ass horns, clean ass drums, hard hitters, that type of shit. It, it's just beautiful, right? Yeah, I feel like this is a ma- this is like a master class right here with Jay Z just like flaunting, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's giving you he's giving you food for thought. Uh, like right here. Thought. No, 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 food <laughs> for <laughs> thoughts, my fault. But yeah, like he says, you know, easy, easily explain why we adapt to crime. I'd rather die enormous than die dormant. That's how we on it. I feel that. Mm. Yeah. So uh, track nine, Jalen. Uh, you you know the track? Ain't no nigga. There you go, featuring Foxy Brown. There's a funky ass guitar here. Yeah, it's real funky. <laughs> that Jones fucking like, I'm t- like what I think we're gonna notice is that whole whole the chameleon when it comes to beats. Yes, sir. He fits on a lot. Yeah, unlike a, another artist, but that we reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, my man Marshall Mathers the third. No, fuck Marshall Mathers. Shout out Slim Shady. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, but we'll talk to us, Jalen. Uh, I mean, the song, it was all right. Uh, yeah. I, no I agree. It was all right. That's not, that's not the lyrics. Whatever. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't, really, I didn't like Jay on the song. I like Foxy Brown on the song when I like Jay. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Cause like this song, it, it's, it's like, like it, like it kind of just like sex and relationship type, yeah. type shit. He's like, oh, you're doing this, but I'm doing that. The crumb wheel spinning keeps them grinning. Like that kind of stuff. But, you know. I agree with you. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown came through on here. But look, uh, you know, yeah, she she was great. I think the why he put the song in the album. Cause at the time, what's the nigga name? Puff, Diddy. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was I'm not gonna say the face, but he you know, he was a face of mainstream rap. It's like all like the music right. videos he, and shit and like the big hits. The the suits, the money, the cars, all that. He was making a fuck ton of money. That's why Jay Z got into rapping for more money than he was already making with crack. He could have been El Chapo if he so pleased, but you know, more money. He could have been right, yeah. So I think like while we hear like on his albums like the mainstream ish songs, or like an attempt at it, is so that he can add on music videos and all that money and all the, and all the cars and shit and whatnot. Because that that was yeah. him and Dame's whole reason for getting into rapping. Into the game, right. making Rockefeller. Right, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Uh, I definitely, you know, agree with what you said. And I can see why you put songs like that on the playlist. Like, like you know, George said, like, sex sells. Yeah. You know? And it, it's unfortunate, but it, it's true. Uh, so, track 10, Friend or Foe. Nine, nine plus playlister. I, I love the concept. He plays like a, like a kingpin. And he's basically like, yo, hand over the keys. Hand over the keys. Like, I'm not going to tell you twice. Or we, we gonna, we're going to go crazy on you. I, I love this. It, it's so charismatic. And Jay's like feeling like a different role. He's no, no, no. It, it, it's a, it's a role he like had in life, but it's also, or something close to it. But it's also like, you know, like acting in a way too. Like All the right. way that rap lets you act and come from it. it that shit was fire. Nine plus. For me, it is out of the list, but it okay. is a then dope forget song. You. <laughs> <laughs> forget you, bro. I don't feel as strongly as about the song as you do. But oh, I still think I that it is a dope song. Did I like the second one? Hold on. Second one, second one was pretty good too. I like the first one a little more. But yeah. second, second one, second one had more action to it. Yeah, I, I like the first one better. But yeah, uh, I mean it's it's dope. I, I do enjoy the concept and understand it. Yeah, but, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Let's keep it pushing. Track eleven, coming of age, featuring Memphis, uh, Bleak. And fucking heat. the beats are so good. And it's coming of age. It's, it's I, I, again, I love the concept where you got, we got Memphis Bleak being the youngin', right? And Jay being the one like, oh, I see his hunger pains. I know his blood boils. He want to roll with me. I know this kid will be loyal. Oh my gosh. And then the back and forth between them is just, it's, it's fire. It, it's, it's great. And Jalen put it on. He's listening to it. But it's simple as man. As it is. But yeah, Jalen, Jalen, uh, your thoughts Your thoughts on here. Your thoughts on here. But that shit. Coming of age. Dope. I don't know who, who Memphis Bleak is, but he was flowing. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So we love that track. Track 12. <laughs> this is my favorite beat. Cash Me Your Thoughts. Yeah, Cash Me Your Thoughts. It's showing smooth, he flexes again. And the thing is, when you have the rapping ability and the status, I don't mind if you flex. I've changed my mind. If you can do it well, you do it well. There's nothing. The, 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 the guitar on this track, bro, it's every fantasy I've ever had, bro, for any song. <laughs> I love the guitar here. I love how it blends. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, bro. And also, delivery here, it's fire. It's fire. I mean... It is a really dope song. Uh, it's not the best beat on the album. Playlist. Whatever. Not Whatever, bro. <laughs> but it, it, Wait, it is, it is a, a dope song. No, it's not. Damn. I had a lot of playlists. I mean, there are uh, two more songs in the album that is a playlist. All right. And there's two more songs on the uh, album. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I love this bar too. The proper etiquette when I drop the subject verb and the predicate with this rich, you know, Rhetoric, that shit fire. To this day, I still don't know. So fuck, what's it? Exactly, I don't know that fucking structure. What, what is it? Noun, verb, subject, noun, whatever, bro. <laughs> 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 no, for real. I like dog. What was it? Fifth grade? They had us like breaking down the sentence. Facts. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what's the object? I see letters. <laughs> I speak letters, bro. I'm on a different type of mentality. Keep asking me questions. I'm gonna grab the Beretta. Yo, but yeah, I only know 25 letters in the alphabet, but I don't know why. 
dog, I'm gonna ask you what are letters. <laughs> I was like, you about don't you mean words, motherfucker? I'm like, oh wait. <laughs> Dude, do you get the joke? I only know yeah. 25 letters, but I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't I okay, I understand it now. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, the letter Y. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen, you could be a rapper. Jeez. Woo. I don't know why. Sometimes I just want to fly. I was about to say, die. Nah, nigga, I ain't suicidal. All right, track 13. This shit is trash. Take me track to the 13. <laughs> Bring it on, featuring Jazz O. <laughs> hey, my man, George was just at the bridal. Featuring Jazz O and Sauce Money. Awesome. It's a playlist. All right. This beat is This is a playlist. East Coast host is hostile colossal. This beat is insane, brother. Niggas brother. is flowing. What? Agree. Agree. You know, Sauce Money, when he came out, he kind of reminded me of Nas. Nas was supposed to be on this track. Uh, but Sauce Money kind of rhyme, reminded me of him. Uh, this is like kind of like how he sounded a little bit too. But also, Big Jazz O great fucking shit look i make moves that remove pebbles out of shoes you suck pistol like pipe with the crystal john stockton couldn't assist you My damn god they got the most assistance in the league exactly dog oh my god this shit is fine bro jay-z's that man bro Big I, I don't gotta listen to the rest i already yeah. know what i'm about to get i already know what i'm about to get some heat all right so Track 14, let's let's move it along a little bit. Regrets. Let's so play this through nine plus. Nine plus. Nine plus. The, like the beat's happy. This shit is. He's a poet. Facts. He's a like, poet. The, the beat go crazy. And like he he just talking about like his feelings as a hustler and like feeling regret. Cause motherfucker shot his brother because in the shoulder or something like that, because he sold some jewelry. Oh was no! That this song? That no, song? No, 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 it's, it's a different song. It's a different song. My fault, but <laughs> you're, good. you're good. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But you know, he's just feeling regrets of living the life of a hustler and a gangster, selling crack, tricking hoes. Right, right. I, I just feel like this song is such a such a needed like. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a documentary in a way, bro. Yeah, it's a document of the past, man. This shit is this shit is beautiful, you know. As as sure as this earth is turning, souls burning in search of higher learning, turning in every direction, seeking direction. Like that's that's what happens, like when when you when you come from the place where they call the ghetto, yeah. right? The place where you where you predestined to, to fill a certain role, you don't want to fill. Like you get these regrets, but you just gotta live on and push through them to get to that goal, that ultimate goal that you have. Exactly, dog. Exactly. So, as y'all can tell, the music's had an impact on us. You hear our voice. Yep. This shit, shit is fire. It's, it's real. Yes, sir. It's life. So, that's reasonable doubt. Daisy's debut album, a combination of of laid back songs, right? Laid back instrumentals, you know, you got some punchy ones in there, but laid back, and then Jay Z goes from being, you know, chill to intense to different deliveries and, and different, you know, cadences and, and shit like that, just hitting you with different styles, different different flavors, man. Facts. <laughs> man, go with it. All right, so I'm gonna just give you all my rating for Jalen goes. This is on an easy, easy nine point nine point five, man. Easy 9.5. What do you think, Jay? I think that this album is super dope. Beat selection through the roof. You got production from Cream and Pete Rock and 
couple yeah. other niggas whose names I don't know. But Shout out to them. They they killed that shit though. Facts. But man was flowing. <laughs> he was spitting. You know, he's 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 storytelling. You know, and like for me, right. my favorite storytelling rapper is Kendrick. Right. Right. But like listening to Jay, I see like can so, somewhat of Kendrick's influence because Jay is also telling the story and like kind of like get into it and understand it like have a vivid picture of it but you know super dope give it a solid 9.2 yeah i respect that for sure it's it's a classic it's a classic a lot of people will tell you this and we we agree on here with on into the john i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i'm sorry she's just so hot so moving on uh in my lifetime volume one we're going to I'll break it down for you. So, this joint was way more successful in terms of in terms of debut sales. So, first week, this joint got a hunch. It should have been the opposite, in my opinion. Okay, okay. I still feel like this is a solid joint. We'll get into it, though. Yeah, solid, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's not a nosedive, last artist. 138K, first week for In My Lifetime Value 1 versus 43K for Reasonable Doubt. To be fair, in the minute who he was, Reasonable Doubt drop. Right, right. Very, very few rumblings about him because he just had he had like two, three songs out. Yo, so yo, what's up? My dad says that if Biggie never died, Jay Z would not be in the position that he is in today. I think hearing his skill, like he'd he'd still be like a solid, dope, and a successful rapper. Yeah, but he would not be as big as he is. Like you think Jay Z, you think oh New York, like, or you think New York, right. you think Jay Z. Right, right, but Biggie's alive. You would think New York, oh Biggie, you know, because right. Jay Z would I, just be in the shadow. I, I can see that. I can see that, but I can also see because think of the music Jay Z was making when he was alive. So I, I, okay, no, actually, actually, the the influence though. You yeah. guys are more talking about the influence than the the music. Yeah. I I I think I can see. It. I still wanna I still wanna you know give give out some love just because of you know his his actual skill right. that you know maybe. Um, people would come to think of it as, as, you know, New York. Oh yeah. Biggie. Yeah. Jay-Z like, you know, like he's right after he's still a huge thing. Still making big business because I feel like him and Biggie would be making still big business moves. You know I mean, facts the same way Jay-Z, you know, himself making big business with him and his family. So I, I can hear that, but the, pre- the kind of preface the album talk about what's going on. People felt like Jay was chasing radio play and you can yes. hear that on the first half. Yes. The first half. Sadly. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Um, but also, Jay himself was talking about he wasn't the happiest making this job because he was he was mourning Biggie's death, and uh, he 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 was he had some depressive states uh, when he was recording this joint. So, track one, intro, a million and one questions slash rhyme no more, featuring pain in the ass. That's the intro. <laughs> yep. My my intro is melody semicolon intro. <laughs> oh, what well, what's your second song? This city is mine. All right. I don't, hey, hey, I got a million and one questions slash no rhyme no more. And I hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just, we, we can just both talk about each song, okay? All right. Very quick. So for me, uh, it, it's, it's more smooth premiere production. Uh, you have like one half and then, you know, a different half, which is a, a different a different style of music, more 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 punching in the second one, but still f- sounds like reasonable doubt. 
And it's kind of funny. He says, you know, for the millionth time, asking me questions like Wendy Williams harassing me. Wendy Williams was known for harassment of rappers. She still is. Uh, back, back in the day. Still is, for sure. So, like, this shit like is just fire. fire. <laughs> ah, hey, 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 hey. Chill out. But yeah, I, I, thought, I thought this joint was, I thought this joint was, it's a solid, it's a very, no, nah, not solid. It's a, it's a great opener, honestly. Right. It's different. The production is different off from the rest of the album in a way because it's it's more reminiscent of Reasonable Doubts production. Yeah. So so yeah, but well, you can talk about uh, what you heard. Uh, so medley intro. Yeah. Uh, somebody talking to me getting I don't know who, but they're talking, and then you know Jay Z starts rapping. It's pretty dope and pretty laid back, but in the beat switch, sheesh! Oh my god, she was fire in the beat switch. Shit, that shit different. Dumping. But yeah, no. Nah, like a big truck and I stuff it in the McStuffins. I can't you can't rhyme reason. like me because you're not even on my motherfucking level, you motherfucker. Fuck you, nigga. I'm not trying to be on your level. I'm down below like I'm the devil. <laughs> Back to. Nah, I gotta move on. Oh I gotta move Yo, my man Fire, just. Bro. My man just eased me, bro. Trust me. <laughs> The city is mine, featuring Blackstreet. Siri, I'm not talking to you. Damn it. Yeah. All right. The city is mine, featuring Blackstreet. How you feel, Jalen? I don't know about this one, Chief. I don't really like this song. I feel like for us listening to it now, it's more like uh, definitely R&B type feel, more mainstream. Because, you know, there's people from New York who, who love it. Like, George says he loves yeah, like this George song. said it. Like, when you said that, I'm yeah. like, eh, but I'm like, I get it because you from Me too, too, yeah. So. Right, right. So I, I, I understand it. But like you said, I don't, I don't. I can respect the song. I, I like the song, but I'm not. I probably won't revisit it to it. But I can definitely see me like loving it if if I was like growing up with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> okay, goddamn track three. <laughs> I know what girls like featuring Diddy and Lil Kim. For me, this song's just not for me. It picks up more towards like the half part of it, and it, like it ends on a better note than it started off. But it's it's just not for me. It's it's the first Jay Z song I kind of listened to, like at least like in this order that we're doing, where I'm kind of like it's okay. Yeah. Wait. wait. What's that on? No girls like. Oh, we're on track. We're on track three. Yeah. Jake, what is this, bro? Shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like I'm like uh, it's, it's okay. Like, like it's cool. Not like even. did he? It's not even cool. Oh, oh. sucks, bro. From <laughs> the mainstream, like stop. Okay, stop. okay, only Diddy can do that. Yeah, yeah, Diddy's a little different animal too. Oh, fucking bro, he don't even rap. <laughs> He's a manager. That's true. No more. If you don't, you don't no want more. your executive producers all in the videos. Come to death row. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Let's just say I agree with Jalen saying, but I still th- I still think it's alright. I, th- I still think it's cool. I still think it's a decent song. I I love Lil Kim on it. Honestly, I thought her I flow was, I thought her flow was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So yeah, I thought I'd listen to it again, but I won't listen to it again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Track four, imaginary player. Jones, mad groovy. Yes, sir. Dumb dope ass sample. Yes, dope ass sample. Sample kind of like plays for the chorus. And what I also noticed from Jay Z is that my man, he doesn't need a big chorus. 
Facts. He will. He'll just hit you with a simple course and get right back to business. Right back to breaking you down. Right back to breaking down his 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 product. Right. And that's just that shit is fire, bro. I appreciate like just the the one track mind type of thing and not mm. putting too much on it. Most of his songs usually have like three verses too. Right, right. And but they're not three long ass verses either. Exactly. <clears throat> Exactly, exactly, and the courses are most of the courses are very, very, very chill, very cool. Yeah, right. So yeah, so I mean, I just, I just thought like the verse on here is just fire. I'm talking about fake niggas in the game, imaginary players. Ex- exactly. Like and, they was even relevant then; they're relevant now. This, this is true, dog. This joint just, this joint just fire. He said. Also, it made me think of uh, J Cole, right? More money, because the money rhyme scheme is so dominant. You know, I got blood money, straight up thug money. The brown, the brown paper bag under your master's drug money. You got show dough, little to no dough. Sell a couple bunch of records and you still owe dough. Fire, fire. Yeah, for sure. So we can move on. Track five, Streets is watching. Uh, basically they they, they waiting on my man's downfall, right? Yep. And Jay's pushing back. He's pushing back. He not falling no time soon, big boy. He, he but like won't. this is the B is super duper dope. I really like yeah. the B Android it. And um, you know, Jay it's been fuck your haters. She's trying to watch him fall. I mean I understand why he was a crack dealer. He was like, yo, my crack ass, fuck you. I'm rapping now. That shit, why you whack ass rapping? Give me my fucking crack. Mm, yeah. Crack you upside your head, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rapper. Facts, no chance. But <laughs> I'm on the road today. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the song. It's dope. I, I agree with you. There's, there's some really fire bars in here. The one that st- that hit me the most, because like it always, it always, you always think about it, right? Like you get addicted to to the streets, to like flipping, um, doing shit like that. And like public apologies to the families of those caught up in my shit. But that's the life for us lost souls brought up in this shit. You know, I don't just that's hot. That's heat. Bringing doing anything to bring in them dead presence. Jalen, you are an intellectual because I was just about to say that. Damn. <laughs> Great minds. Great minds think alike. No Arby's. Track six. Arby's. Oh, <laughs> it means no meat because they have the meat. So no Arby's. Like, it's, it's like saying uh, no homo. Damn, that, that's why I interpreted Arby's. when George said it. Hey! Uh-huh. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Don't do that. Track six. <laughs> Burn your foe. Damn, I'm racist towards Mexicans. Burn your foe. Oh, 93. 98? What? Three? No, friend of 498. Am I stupid? Yep. <laughs> you saw the three Can and I forgot to fill in the other part of the eight. <laughs> that definitely is an eight. <laughs> uh, but I love the beat. And and it's I just love I like the uh, the concept again. He's continuing it. I I like the first one better. Uh-huh. But the flow's still good. I agree. The beat's super dope, but I still like the first one better. Yeah, I agree. So wait, what I said it. Dog, it's been a hard week. <laughs> Track seven. Lucky me. What are these songs, Jay? <laughs> it's, no, this was it's a cool Spanish flow to the guitars. It has some pop and softness to it. It's okay. The bars are nice though. He turned the pressures of life into a blessing. And he's alive, bro. <laughs> All right, Jay's not feeling it too much. 
But let, let me look, 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 look. So he said, right? Y'all don't even know every day I'm living with stress. Got up out the streets. You think, you know, I could rest. I'm trapped. The whole world's against me, in fact. But ain't no turning back. Bring it on. Hate the price of fame because it costs too much. I love the bars on here. I, I think the beat, the beat's very serviceable. Not very. But it's, it's, it's fine enough. But I think what takes it for me is the bars. The bars. It's not playlister, but I love the bars on here. Yeah. That's cool. For sure. So, track eight. No. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this y'all not good. This is the first Jay song. I was like, nah. I was like, nah. The B had a lot going on. You know a lot. Yeah. Because I had a headache on this and this. And like, I fell asleep for like a couple minutes. And I woke back up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back to the song after I finish the rest of the album. And I went back. I'm like, there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> no need I and there's no need for nothing. us to talk about yeah there's no need for us to talk about it any longer track nine who you with yo it's Jalen Jalen this track nine who you with to it starts from here to track uh the last track I think it's 14 yep track 14 right it's just I thought the ending of this album was amazing this is a playlister this is a playlister look I don't usually like songs about romance, but it's so smooth. The chorus is so fire. And this man said, Jay-Z uh, rated AG, baby. That's all good. I sink this ball in your hole in Tiger Woods. If the money was the grass and your ass was a T. Because he's to the T. I'm sorry. But. Hadn't looked into the, uh, the trend later to see that dub, boss man. <laughs> <laughs> boss man. <laughs> but yeah, dog. I, I, the, what? Yes, he's mainstream. He's mainstream for uh, the first half. Yes. Second half, though, amazing. Damn. Damn. So, track 10. Face Off featuring Sauce Money. Thanks for coming back, Sauce Money. We appreciate you. I feel like the song has a pace to it, and they have really good chemistry going back and forth. And the, con- the concept's also fire. At first, you, you chill out with your boy, but you know he's an op. So, you wait until... Everything's common, then you rat him out. You get him out. Wait, rat him. Okay, not rat. It's such a negative connotation. When you say when you streets. when you fuck him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo, what you think of Face Off? I thought it was alright. Uh, the beat was dope, but and then the, and the concept was cool, but it was, it was yeah. all right. All right, all right. I'll I'll fight you a little bit on that one, but. I think I just enjoyed the, the bars and, and the back and forth a lot more. Which, yeah. you know, perfectly fine. Track 11. Jalen. What's the, what's this joint called? Real Niggas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Featuring Too Short. I hate Rich Niggas. Uh, God damn it. Can I God never damn it. Damn it. Who had a kid? Yo, this shit just makes me hype because I know Jay has a song uh, later on with Cole. He gets, gets me hype. He does? He does. He does, he does. He does. A song. A Star is Born. All right. Yeah, I was on Bar Center. Right. No, 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 that was on Jay's uh project. I forgot, I forget what it's called. Mm. All right, but yo, I think it's Blueprint Three. Oh, I'm tripping. But anyways, Face Off. No, not Face Off. My fault. Uh, track Eleven. So I messed with the beat. There's a lot of bars I fucked with here. Too short. Too short was it? Too short was spitting. He sounded like Vince Really? Oh, geez. I didn't even notice Vince that. Vince but. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, damn. But yeah, dog. What did you What did you think of this, John? Uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty dope. 
Uh, right. Like I just said, when I heard Too Short come on, I'm like, Vince Tables? But no. Uh, <laughs> you know, Too I'm Short imagine. was spitting. Jay was spitting. I, I really enjoyed the beat. You know, it was, it was a pretty dope song. Right. I think it's close to being a playlist for me. Because like you said, it's a dope song. It's just, like, it's just, Jay-Z songs are like, tendency to be very smooth and just to work seamlessly. Because mm-hmm. I've heard that he's like really meticulous about his music. Right. Very efficient about it too. So for sure, track eleven, very good song. Track twelve, rap game slash crack game playlist for me. Mm, the beat, close. the beats. Uh, okay, but we're close there at least. The beats really interesting, and you know, Nas was saying somehow the rap games remind me of the crack game. See that rap shit? It's just like the smelling smoke. It's beautiful, dog. It's beautiful. Jalen's on it. While he's on it, I'll give you a lyric. I'll give you a lyric. You know my shit is fist scale. Y'all is cook up, just blow up. Scream my name from Brooklyn to Dakota. They know my shit stretched with the bacon without the bacon soda. Damn, because you know bread be stretching with the bacon. I got bacon soda. I got bacon soda. But yeah, dog. Oh my god, dog. Oh my god. What you what you think, bro? The beat was super dope. You know, I only enjoyed the concept. If I'm comparing a rap game to crack game, because you know he has um several years That's, of experience in both. Yep, I say them type of times. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, him bringing that mentality, because like I said earlier, him and Dame Dame Dash, they yeah. got into the rap game with that hustler mentality, because they, you know, Jay was selling crack. You know, according yeah. to you know close friends, he was making almost a mil. <laughs> From selling cash, oh so yeah, you know, get bringing that mindset to the rap game really benefited him a lot because he was always hustling, always making music, always studying like the the state of the game and adapting to it basically. Right. Absolutely, and, you know, I just, I just think it's it's pretty dope how he put that in the song. For sure, I hundred percent agree with you, bro. I I think I think this shit is fire and just like. Because it's been done before, before him, but from his experience and where he's coming from, just to see, like, what his he thinks is the relationship between the two, it, it's, it's needed. It's, it's a needed song to listen to. Yeah. Uh, track 13. This is already one of my favorite, favorite Hope songs. Where I'm, uh, where I'm from. Fire as beat. Jalen, talk to us. Talk to us. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. But I also say... Uh, I remember there was a great chorus on here, and Jay is—he is spitting like I'm t- like you all, y'all heard me talk about how much I love this man. I, I've been, I've fallen in love song by song, bro. Because even if it's not a good song, it's good lyrics. So, yeah. shit, bro. She, she, Jalen, talk to us about where I'm from. Uh, this is beat. It's super, super dope. It sounds like real scary yeah. too. But that yeah. bat <laughs> was fire. But uh he's just he just talking about where he's from. So please have to play into the title. Uh I got the name of the place. Marcy. Marcy what? Yeah, Marcy. Marcy what? Parks? I think it might be Parks, but I just know he, he just refers to it as Marcy. All right. But yeah, talking about where, he, where he's from, where he grew up, or whatever. Which I think is genius right. compared it to being like one of the like best songs that explains like the area you're from next to um 
the message. I forgot who made the song. They like, don't push me because I'm close to the. You don't know the song. Never mind. But <laughs> it's from movies. <laughs> it's just from like rap. Like literally just got created. Oh, no. No, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. I, I know the song, but I don't know the song. I'm trying not to lose my head. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I a know jungle sometimes. Yeah. It's but like a jungle sometimes. It makes you wonder how I keep, keep from going, going under. under. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I how I keep from going under. Yeah. Which. Oh, know. yeah. No, that's that's a great comparison. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I enjoy this song. Really dope, really dope. Yeah. One of my favorite Jay-Z songs. But my, for, I think my favorite Jay-Z song is actually this last one. Uh, track 14, You Must Love Me. Uh, the beat's grimy, but it's still clean at the same time. Right. And the way he spun a story, bro, for some, Mike, this is what he talks about, like he was talking about uh, the, the other closing song, where they shot his brother. But the whole time, Jay, it was Jay who did it. Jay yeah. shot his own brother in the shoulder. Um, because he was 12. He was young as shit. Yeah, and then you saw my jewelry. So yeah, but the shit like yeah, like, can you talk to us? What parts of the story hit you most? Because like basically the message is I was a terrible person, kind of a oh, lot of in a lot of ways. But yeah, but he's saying you must love me to still have like supporting me. So yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, it's super far and great storytelling. And like, how does he got his girlfriend to smuggle drugs for him? Dog, that shit hurt me the most. Why? No, no, no. All right. Let me let me rephrase. It didn't hurt me, but it's what like hit me. Yeah. Because it's like she really could have been caught, could have been killed, and he knew it was wrong. I think him shooting his brother caught me more because. Okay, yeah. Like that. Imagine growing up. Like, imagine you shoot one of your sisters because she took your Legos. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not to the same degree, but like you get the point. It's not to the same degree. See, but he was he was young when he did it. You get the point. And the fact right. that he even had access to said gun, right? Like, right. That's, that's tough. The fact yeah. that his brother still bangs with him. That's tough. That. And the fact that his brother wanted him to go to the hospital a day later—that's tough. Yeah. So for sure. So I, I just and I love how he ends like these verses, like you know. Um, gl- you know, glad you got yourself together. No things to me, strong and beautiful the way things should be. You must love me, right? I'm thinking why would I send you when I knew it ain't right? I'm thinking what would make you sacrifice your life? You must have loved me. Yes, that sir. shit is just so hard, and it, I feel like it's also confessional because, like he's like I've read somewhere, this is really the first time he's really talking about his mom's like that. You know, yeah. and, and of course, what, what happened with his brother and an ex, but. This shit is just, it's, 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 in a way, it's cruel. 100%. But, yeah. Shit, it's beautiful too, man. Like, God, it's definitely it's one of my favorite Disney songs to right now. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, man. It's easy playlister. Yeah, yeah Jay, any, any last thoughts on You Must Love Me? Uh, it's just a really dope song. Really good storytelling. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you, when we make our playlist for Jay-Z, which there's some things in the works. We're going to have the blog up one day. Sure. We, we got a website. We got a website in the mix for Into the John, Into the John family, La Familia, and, and we and we rocking. But th- I feel like this, this is definitely going to be one of those songs that they, it just grabbed me. And I feel like I really want to reserve a spot for that already on the playlist from <laughs> on, on uh, the Jay-Z playlist we'll make. So, yeah, y'all. 
That's true. <laughs> Jalen is ahead of music <laughs> into the job. <laughs> and they like, music. what, 10 more albums ago? You don't know if it's going to be on that list yet. You, that's true. The, the list is going to be like, I think, probably like 25 tracks will let it be. Something mm. like that. Because Hope got a lot of music. So we got to let some stuff breathe. 25, 30. Got but, there. anyways, I, hey, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know yet. But, yeah, y'all, I'm so excited to keep listening to, uh, to Hope, man. So oh, excited. My. For real. So, especially me start working for real. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! That production gonna be. We thought it was good. Oh, roof, man! Oh <laughs> god! Oh my god! For real. So yeah, so yeah. A word I would describe this uh, album is okay. I can't even tell you in a word, but what I can tell you is in a sentence. It's takes a turn for the better. And still tells amazing stories that Jay Z can only tell, right. or someone from Jay Z's place can only tell. So it's still a must listen for me. Uh, I think it had a fairly weak start. I yes, because like the first like mm-hmm. what five songs, it's just him trying to be like mainstream or whatever, trying to right. get that radio play, that music video on MTV or BET or whatever. Just fine. It's just you know those songs aren't as great as the other songs like "Where I'm From," "Must Love Me," or like "Rap Game Crack Game." So, but it, besides that, I think it's a little pretty dope album, pretty dope production as always. And you know, yeah. my rating would be an eight. <laughs> all right, all right. I can definitely see that. And I agree with you. The first part hinders it a lot. It it definitely hinders it a lot. I feel like either if it was shorter or we got more songs like from Unreasonable Doubt. Of course, you want progression, but if it's something a little similar, sorry, if it's something a little similar, then it would have upped the album for me. But I agree with you. It's somewhere in the eights. But for me, more higher eight. So my scores for it's going to be 8.8. I really mess with it. The last stretch is unbelievable. Um, it's like something that we talked about, you know, uh, on the love below, where there's just a stretch of songs where you just fall in love with. That's for me. That's the last last five on here. Uh, so yeah, y'all, that was our review to Jay Z's first two albums. And I thought shit, man. Damn, Jalen's out here swatting shit. Well, shit, man. Beautiful music. Happy as hell that we're able to jump into this. Happy as hell that my man George was able to come through. Uh, you know, I had a great conversation with him. Shout out to the Knicks fan. <laughs> Shout out to the Knicks fan. Shout out to the Ben Simmons hater. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, we 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 hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Oh my Jalen, this is your job, bro. Yeah, nigga, like, why are you trying to take my shit? <laughs> he does that on show. He doesn't. <laughs> anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the video. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share once again talk to us we don't know who you are we don't know the how link old tree. you are are you <laughs> black white hispanic asian african trans atlantican i don't even know what Atlantic <laughs> <laughs> but yeah hit us up on twitter you know i just got a reply from day to pivot ah! producer Fasado. hey hit jalen up at my trash opinions on twitter i don't even use it account anymore, bro hit me up on jalen underscore 31 okay at jrock underscore two three one hit me up at soul secret kel 
And we're going to get in some conversations with y'all, some dialogue. I got a burner. <laughs> Don't tell the streets, but hey, uh, 